Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. On Monday's show, Lisa Copeland joined us and shared with us a great story of what happens to your yes when Debbie Doubter shows up. Lisa, I I would love it if you would do us a big favor, and that is to to kind of help us illustrate the importance of following your yes. And, And where I'd like to start is actually ask you to share a story of a time when you didn't follow your yes. Maybe your yes showed up as a no, but at the time you didn't really notice it. And now you look back and you're like, geez, I had this really clear guidance and I didn't pay any attention to it. Tell us about that time. What happened and what was the end result? Well, I had a yes come my way. I woke up one morning and I realized I wanted to speak. And I didn't know how to go about doing that. And I got involved with different programs. Mine is not quite, I didn't follow it, but I nearly did. And I'll tell you why. So I had... Uh, just this really hard push. Okay, if you don't like this mentor, find a mentor you like. You need to be out there using your voice in some way. I got involved in creating a business and because it was based on my experience and 
And I decided, okay, I'm going to create findaqualityman.com and be a dating coach for women over 50. I had all these people show up as Debbie Dowders around me. And so many people do that. When, when you're pushing beyond someone's comfort zone, they try and bring you back in to keep you safe. And what would happen is they go, well, how do you think you're going to make money doing that? How are you going to do this? What are you going to do? And it would have been so easy for me to cave and go, oh, God, they're so right, and stay safe and not have my voice heard that, was, that I was so guided to have heard. So here I am five years later, and I'm in a successful business. I have a, um, you know, a book on Amazon, The Winning Dating Formula for Women Over 50. I've helped women in 30 countries. And it's really funny, those Debbie Dollars suddenly say, I was so encouraging to you when you first decided to do this. And I always have to chuckle. I let them think that it's fine. But I have to chuckle because it's the, a really easy thing to do is to have a dream and let other people squash it for you. And when you do that, you're squashing a piece of yourself. And I pushed past all these people. My greatest mentor was my father who would say to me, honey, it takes three to five years to build a business. You keep going. And I just kept going. And I'm here today and very successful. So I hope that helps people see, follow your dreams, follow your intuition. You're getting guidance. And it's really... If you follow it, you're led to the paths you need to be on. You just have to see the doors and open them and walk through them. Thank you, Lisa. And I want to make note of something you said, which was Mm -hmm. your example of people, you know, Debbie Doubters, right? Mm -hmm. And yet they're going, I was so supportive. Yep. They're offering that with the best of intentions. Mm -hmm. They don't actually see that as being negative. They see that as going, hey... Are you paying attention to what's going on here? Which can really challenge us because we may not know any more than I need to speak somewhere. Right. I have no idea what that looks like or what the subject is or why or any of that. I just know I need to do it. So I'm taking a step in that direction. Mm -hmm. And that uncertainty and unclarity, I mean, there's no way they can trust it. How would they know? It's not their inner guidance. Right. And so... You're going to get that information, and they're not doing it to be mean-spirited. They're doing it because they actually think they're being supportive of, have you looked at all the angles here? Are you sure that's the best thing? When the reality is, that's just a rational mind in place. It's the same things our own mind can do. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, it's really about, I, don't, I can't answer all your questions. Mm-hmm. But I know in my bones, this is my next step. Yep. And it could be a little thing. It could be like, I know I need to eat a steak today and I used to be a vegetarian. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. Uh-huh. But that's the thing. Yeah. You, you can't explain it. And when yeah. you can trust it in that way and actually just go, I just know it's going to lead me to the next thing. I'm going to know that strongly. And those steps will be built. And like your example, right? Now here you are. You've helped people in 30 countries and you've got a successful business. And these people are like, see, I was so so behind you the whole time. <laughs> That's right. So That's you right. got to be aware of what's going on. That may be their version of support. Mm-hmm. And you just have to go, okay, but what's what's my yes here? No matter what they're saying, is this my yes or is it a distraction? Because That's... there's no way for them to understand the power that that yes has for you. 
So true. So true. That inner guidance has been one of the biggest things in my whole life for leading me down paths that opened amazing doors. Most people have a fear of opening that door and you really miss so many things. It's worth dipping your toe in. You can always change direction. You don't have to stay put it just because you're there. You can make a different choice at that point if you desire. Yeah, and, and, and the truth is when you follow a yes, when you follow that inner guidance, you will only be shown that next step. Right. So you may be thinking, oh, this is going to lead me to this and this and this. And then you take that step and you're going, oh, it has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. And you watch for the next yes, because you can't see it until you take the first step. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really, a, it, it is, it's, a, it's an exercise in trust. Very much so. Yeah. Very, very much so. And a lot of people don't trust themselves to follow that. And they do hear it and just ignore it. And I guess my best wisdom is just what you said. Follow your inner guidance. It's always there and it has a path for you. And sometimes it's hard to hear because we want our minds to, our minds want to take over versus just allowing that guidance to come through us. Yes, very true. Thank you so much, Lisa. This has been great. Thanks, Ken. We had Dr. Tammy Balashevsky on the show on Wednesday, and she shared with us a most unusual way that following her yes led to her meeting her husband. Tammy, I'd love it if you would help us kind of illustrate uh, how well, the value of following your yes. And I'd like to start by actually talking about a story when you didn't follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't realize you had one. But when you look back, you're like, geez, that, I had some very clear guidance and I paid no attention to it whatsoever. Tell us about that time. Well, I think it was um, when I was in the, my relationship with my ex-fiance. And, you know, you're absolutely right. I was not in touch with my inner voice, inner wisdom, or intuition. And I found myself just being ushered way off path, way off track, to the point I finally um, was really sick. I was What I say now is I was very, very, very far away from my soul self. And I don't even know when or how it happened. It happened in little tiny increments, like little um, chips you know, chipping away at me. And, and then eventually, three years later, I'm, I'm completely disconnected. My health is failing. Um, there is no joy. And it wasn't one thing that happened. It was just little chips where I was contorting myself for the comfort of another rather than checking with myself to figure out what I wanted. And I didn't even have the tools to do that at the time. So it's not that I judge myself. You know, it's, it's, and, and I wouldn't even want to say it was an abusive relationship because I gave myself away. I didn't, it wasn't taken away from me. I gave myself away. So I don't know if that is um, a story that you can relate to or if the listeners can relate to. It was just like giving up pieces of myself without knowing it because I wasn't checking in. I wasn't listening to my intuition. I didn't honor myself. I, I didn't know I mattered enough that I, I should even be considering doing such things. But I do say, say now that it was a blessing that that happened because it supported me in setting a very different intention and getting back on track, lined up with my soul self, living the life that I came here to live in an empowered way. That's that's a great, great story, Tammy. And, and I think you make a, a very important point in that 
it was so incremental you almost didn't notice it happening. Exactly. And I, I've said this before on the show is there is no such thing as a small yes. But we'll disregard things going, oh, that can't be that important. But when you start to pile them up, yeah. it is. So they all have the same weight because we don't know what they're going to start sticking to. It's so true. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, it was incremental. But, you know, after three years of just, you know, piling up these pieces of sand, it was quite the molehill. <laughs> it was yes. like, you know, I'd stuffed a lot of stuff in the closet and it really started to infect the entire house, if you will. It was just yeah. really an unhealthy situation. And and I wouldn't say it was anybody's fault. You know, there there's, no, there's nobody to blame here. And for many years, I did blame this other person. But then I had to look back and take responsibility for my part in this. And it was just, just that I had continued to give myself up. Whatever he wanted, I would say yes. I would contort. And I did think he was more important than me. He was famous. He was rich. The, the therapist would kind of go with him. And I allowed myself to be swept along on somebody else's current which again ushered me really far away from the current that I was supposed to be on, lined up with my soul. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry you went through that, but it sounds like in the long run, you found that the gifts, the silver lining, if you will. Absolutely, very, very well put, Ken. Yeah. That's true. Well, let's flip this around then, Tammy, and do a favor and take us to a moment when you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Well, it's when I started to really just check in. And and this is, a, I think, a really good exercise that I use to this day and would recommend to anybody that will listen to me for any length of time. Before you say yes to anything, take a moment, take a breath, check in with yourself and say, what honors me? What honors me here? What honors me now? You know, I'm a recovered people pleaser. I don't know if you can relate to this, Ken, but I know a lot of people that are people pleasers. We want to make other people happy. We want to do um, good things. We, we, we want to, you know, be a yes person. So um, it took a, a lot of work and, and, and creating this new habit. Before I say yes to someone else, I have to say yes to myself. And I do that by just taking a moment, taking a breath, checking in. What honors me here before I say yes? So, um, for example, there was um, a situation where my agent, I was a model years ago, and she goes, Tammy, I want you to do this trade show, and this other girl, she can't make it, and we had her signed up, and she was going to do this, you know, for $300 a day. Well, my day rate was 1000 and I didn't know if I could really do this. And you know, in the past, I would just say yes without checking in, and I'd feel like I'd have to push through things and then have resentment uh, for doing so. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have to take a moment and check in with myself and figure out what honors me. And she goes, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? Okay, whatever. I said, well, give me five minutes, and I'll, I'll call you right back. So I hung up the phone, and I just sat, and I checked in. I took a couple of breaths, and I thought, can I do this? Will it honor me? And so I relaxed, and what I heard was, yes, you know, I can, I can, you know, go to Vegas. It was in Vegas, and see my family and, and see some friends. So um, I called her back, and I said, you know, I've checked in, and, and it is a fit. It does honor me to say yes to this. So um, thank you for your patience with me, and I, I will do this. And a funny thing happened, Ken. Um, I met my husband uh, at this trade show. And it was funny because she was trying to manipulate me with that. She dangled the carrot. Well, there's going to be so many men at this trade show. You can meet your husband. I said, I don't care about that. 
I have to honor myself first. And as I did, I did meet my husband at that trade show, which was kind of funny. But I'm so glad that I've learned how to check in with myself and see what honors me before I just say yes, before I swallow things, before I choke them down, before I do things that I end up regretting because I've contorted myself for the sake of someone else. I'm at the top of my love list now where I didn't used to be on the list at all. So I put myself at the top by just simply, again, checking in, taking a moment, taking a breath before I just am a knee-jerk response yes to someone else. That is, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a powerful story in the sense that, you know, you met your husband there. But I think the thing you said after that was the most important, which was it didn't matter if there were going to be a bunch of guys there you had to honor yourself first. Yes. And if we take that approach, and it can be, you know, there's going to be a bunch of women there, whatever it is, it's like, yes, maybe that is an end goal, but that doesn't mean it has to be right now. And that's what a yes is. A yes is that one step at a time. So you had to go, do I even do this? Right. It doesn't matter who's going to be there because I don't really know, but it doesn't matter if there's going to be thousands of men or whatever. Do I do this? That's the only thing I have to answer right now. That's so true, Ken, because, you know, we don't want to do something outside of ourselves for something outside of ourselves. We want to do things that really honor. One of my teachers said to me, and this is another really great, I think, piece of wisdom that I have carried with me and would recommend anyone. He said to me, Tammy, if it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. Yes. And I thought to myself, wow, can you really live your life like that? Because my life was not a resounding yes. And it was not if you don't create the space for it. So how do you know if something's a resounding yes? You take that time. You take that moment. You turn inward and you ask your heart or your gut or your intuition or however you want to um, word it. Check in with yourself. Does this honor me? Is this a resounding yes? And don't contort yourself to settle or choke something down that really isn't a fit because that's not what we're here to do. That's not what our soul would have us do. So um, that's how we live a big, bold, beautiful, lined up with our soul, heaven on earth, miracle-filled life is really trusting our God, trusting that yes, trusting our intuition. So I love that you're creating this situation and forum where you're giving these people, giving your listeners tools to line up with that because we have such incredible, incredible wisdom within ourselves if we just take that time to connect with it and listen agreed yeah it's never going to lead us astray (laughs) it doesn't we just don't understand it in the moment and we got to trust okay all i got to do is one thing i don't have to know where it ends up and then we can and it takes practice so don't start with like your biggest thing in your life start with you know Ordering something different off the menu, <laughs> whatever it is, something that, exactly. won't, that won't risk your livelihood, your well-being, or your relationships. But just like, what's a little thing I can practice with and go, ah, oh, this does work. And then, yeah, you start tr- cultivating that trust. Because yes. really, to me, what this is that you're doing, Ken, that you're talking about, is is trusting the mystery, the mystery of love. And it can be scary. The ego wants to know what's going on. The ego wants to be in control. The soul wants us to enjoy the mystery and the collaboration and the partnership with the universe. So it's a very different way of being. But So what you're saying is good. Just try the little steps so that you realize, oh, I can trust my gut. I can trust my yes. I can trust um, the dance and the cosmic love affair. I can trust love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Tammy. This has been absolutely amazing. I really appreciate your contribution. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, Ken, and what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, be well.
Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.